Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Karen Cam Radio Show. The intention of this show is to empower and inspire you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether it's radiant health, prosperity, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain, A Holistic Approach. And if you don't have a copy of my book, you should get the first six chapters free on my website, karencan.com, and you can check it out by putting your name and email address in there, and I will send you six of my facts, track your healing programs, which is like a webinar that you can learn about yourself and healing emotions and um, muscle testing and law of attraction intro, things like that. And you'll also get my very popular clearing and protection spray video absolutely free that you can charge water uh, with and uh, actually spray yourself and clean your aura and uh, feel fantastic. Uh, so please get those free gifts there. And also, I also have a free gift at my patchtrainingteam.com site. And there, um, there is a protocol called my Brain Balancing Protocol. So if you're not familiar with that, you can get a free uh, download of that protocol as, as well as um, some of the accompanying videos to show you how you can use the LifeWave YH Eon patches to help you balance your nervous system with these specific acupuncture points. So today is the first Monday of the month, and I have with me Dr. Dennis Loebstein. And we are very pleased to be with you today to talk about how we can use LifeWay products, specifically some of the LifeWay phototherapy patches to help with chronic and acute neck pain. So we've done various shows on different kinds of body parts, and I think sometimes people are, are like to be very, very specific. So that was very popular when we did the show on knee pain and then uh, back pain. Um, and then your know, hormonal things and, and um, swelling and things like that. So I thought today, why not do something on neck pain? And I thought it was really interesting because the other day, James, my husband, got neck pain. <laughs> and he immediately had ice cream patches on his neck in whichever way he could, you know, kind of muster and figure out where to put them. Um, so I thought, why not ask Dr. Dennis to join us today to talk more about neck pain? And maybe he has some uh, interesting protocols above and beyond the usual protocols in the LifeWave brochure that you can use to help with neck pain. And using the Chinese traditional Chinese medicine theory can sometimes help uh, explain why sometimes we get into uh, neck pain. And so, uh, Dr. Dennis, thank you so much again for being on the show. I really love these. Oh, my pleasure being here with you, Dr. Karen. I love discussing different body parts with you and uh... – <laughs> and we're going to uh, we're going to make next great again today. We're gonna yes, that's right, that's right. So uh, for those of you new to the Ask the Doctors Life Wave Show, which is our first Monday show of every month, I will be writing some notes for you. So if you want to take notes, great. But sometimes the Chinese, you know, medicine verbiology can be a little funky. So I'm gonna write some notes for you, and I will be posting it at patchtrainingteam.com forward slash blog. Uh, and that should be live within about half an hour after the show, um, along with some links if we have to show you some pictures of where you can find these points, et cetera, et cetera. So um, you can check that out on the blog later. And if you want to ask Dr. Dennis a live question, I have opened up the chat. 
So I'm going to say hi to the folks on the chat right now. And you can ask hi, your um, pain question or your you know patching question of Dr. Dennis. Uh, if you'd like to ask a live question and you're on the phone lines, um, that is awesome too. So we'll open those up later today. And it doesn't have to be on neck pain, you know, pain. It could be on, you know, some other issue that you're curious whether or not the LifeWay phototherapy patches could be useful or what acupuncture points might be useful to help that particular symptom. Uh, just the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Again, the number is 818-514-1190. And you just uh, click one afterwards, and we know that your hand is up, so we know that you have a question and we can unmute you later and you can ask your question. Just please remember to always ask the questions relationship to your symptoms and not a disease name because uh, the LifeWave company uh, does not treat or cure or prevent any disease and we're not allowed to talk about, um, you know, curing diseases and things like that. But we can talk about how the body self-heals and how the acupuncture phototherapy patches can help support your body um, heal to heal itself uh, faster and more efficiently. Right, Dr. Dennis? <laughs> Less, Dr. Karen. Can, can you imagine <laughs> how, how giraffes and ostriches feel when they have no pain? I know. I just, that is so funny. I just got that picture in my head right when you said it. <laughs> I love it. That is well, so cool. As, as you yeah. know, Dr. Karen, neck pain is one of the most reported complaints that people see their doctors mm. about well headaches neck pain yeah and low back pain those are pretty common um so uh what uh you know why do aside from the obvious you know like you know car accident whiplash kind of thing why do you think that we are seeing or people are experiencing so much neck related issues these days well, as you know, in Chinese medicine, uh, pain is caused by blockages to the flow of qi and, and blood and, and lymph. And uh, so people are experiencing more blockages to the flow, uh, probably because there's so many toxins on our environment. People are physically active. They're taking medications that have toxic side effects that, that have accumulations that create blockages. And uh, so on like that. Not to mention whiplashes mm-hmm. from car accidents and so on. Yeah, I think. Uh, do you think about uh, you know sitting a lot? Is that a problem too? You think? Yeah, because uh, especially sitting in front of a computer where your neck's craned forward, and you could develop a, a kind of a kyphosis or a, a exaggerated bending forward, and that puts a strain on the neck muscles to try to uh, hold the the head in position while you're uh, playing with the computer. Mm-hmm. So it's well, de- definitely and- a good idea to be using exercise to strengthen your neck muscles and avoid that, and also to take breaks. Go ahead. Well, I should take I should take your own your advice. <laughs> Um, I, I got a standing desk recently. It's not a standing desk. It's actually a little thing you put on the desk, and you put your computer on it. So I put my laptop on it. And so I stand, uh, and then I sit, and then I stand, and I sit. Um, and I think I, I like it. I like it, although I do get a little tired standing for three hours in a row. Uh, but do you think that helps the neck posture at all, like just by changing positions? Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. So you don't have to bend okay. so far forwards. And also, if you uh, the if you make the computer screen at eye level instead of have, having it below your face, uh, you don't have to strain as much either. Right. Yeah, that can be kind of tricky for people, especially if they're uh, working a lot on the laptop because the laptop, the screen is lower, uh, but you need that for the um, – you know, for your hands, and then people are like, well, okay, we can put it on the the screen higher, but then get another keyboard, and people are like, well, why do I want to get another keyboard? I got a laptop. <laughs> uh, and, and then, I don't want to have all this stuff in the way. There's cell phones, too. It's the weirdest thing, walking down Venice Beach mm-hmm. Boardwalk. All these people are holding their, their uh, cell phones, and they're, like, talking to themselves in appearance, and then you get up closer, and you see their heads buried in a... In a cell phone and in order to have your head buried in a cell phone you're not holding the cell phone up to your eyes you kind of have your head bent down to look at it so there's another oh, place oh yes oh yes exactly well and uh this is a really odd question dr dennis but i'm gonna i'm just gonna ask you right off um but you weren't expecting this one but uh i am getting intuitively if you so speak or talking to source that um, some of us, as in me, um, have increased density and or weight of their brain and and nervous system now, but very much the brain. Now, I can't prove it because I'm not cutting my brain out to put it on the weighing scale um, to prove that it's an extra 1.5 pounds heavy or whatever it is that I muscle tested. But I would think that that could definitely, I mean, it's not increasing in size because obviously the cranium is kind of bone and so you can't really, you know, it would really hurt to like try to expand the bone. But but if the neurons are denser or I have more myelin, which is what I'm being told, um, and my brain is heavier, I would think that that could cause some neck pain too. <laughs> yeah, a heavier head. Right. Yeah. And and. Let's hope it's because uh, you're evolving and not because you're breathing chemtrails that are full of aluminum. And when you breathe that in and it gets in your brain, it causes inflammation and more fluids in the brain. So, Well, I think that there's the brain lymphatics are, yeah, I definitely had some issues with brain lymphatics, just not, um, you know, uh, releasing, you know, whatever, movement. Uh, very well. So when I was, uh, these are ascension-related symptoms, but I, when I was opening up to other dimensions, so to speak, um, I would get this headache, and I could recognize the type of headache it was. That it's in, a, it was in a specific, uh, you know, location. And I thought, uh oh, I thought this is a Mother Earth headache, meaning that intuitively I'm getting information about Mother Earth. But lately, it hasn't been that. I've understood that these portals are opening up. For, that are natural to open up to to other dimensions, but I was getting a symptom because my brain lymph couldn't handle the light and information coming in, or at least my physical body couldn't. So I had to actually smooth out the brain lymph um, and to you know uh, energetically. And, and and pretty much now when the portals open up, I hardly even notice um, that they are, with the exception of having to sleep more. But uh, there's no pain. But I definitely have been feeling, Dr. Dennis, that this whole neck head thing, I mean, there is some, you know, feeling like, hmm, my neck could be better. You know, it's been a little sticky lately. So this is a great topic. Um, So do you want to share with us what you've been doing for success for neck pain for people? 
Yeah, and I've got a little story to share, too. But uh, before I do okay. that, um, since we're talking about uh, clearing brain lymph, the, the specific term for brain lymph is glymphatics. The brain has its own lymph system right. called the glymphatic system. And we can actually stimulate the glymphatics to move. And by the way, uh, during sleep, the brain clears toxins out of itself through its glymphatic system, its lymph system. But we can stimulate the lymph to move with the patches by doing sweeping, like holding um, a white ice wave patch in the right palm and a tan ice wave patch in the left palm and starting on the sides of the head a few inches away from actually touching the head, we can just sweep from the temples uh, across the temporal lobes and down the neck. And while we're sweeping and getting the lymphatic system to move its fluids uh, and going down the neck with the patches, we're also moving the chi and the blood and the lymph in the neck and down the side of the body. Great. So do you do this will, on both sides of the head, Dr. Dennis, and on the top or mostly on the sides to move that lymph? Yeah, it's easiest on the sides, but you can also do the top. So uh, instead of just starting at the temples, you can also start at the, um, the forehead, like gallbladder 14 area, with both hands, one on each side, and sweep across the top of the head and down the back of the neck. Mm. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm writing this down, guys. <laughs> so okay, that's a I good will, way to clear try that. get your, mm, your lymphatics okay. moving, sweet toxins out of the head. So um, uh, let me give you a dramatic uh, story that I encountered a few years ago. My sister and I, my sister's name's Heidi. She is a life wave distributor too and was one before me even and got me involved. But we went to see one of her friends and her friend was having really severe neck spasms and uh, to the point of what, what you would call in Western medicine a dystonia or a, some kind of spasmodic torticollis. Um, and those are usually idiopathic. In other words, uh, we don't know what causes them. And uh, it, they're usually treated in Western medicine with botulism toxin. Uh, so right, like for the, for the wrinkles, right? Like for wrinkles? Yeah, the yeah. Use it, makes, it makes things numb. So the nerve endings get numb and, and it relieves some of the uh, tension in the muscles. Uh, but uh, we have a better solution, we think, with the patches. Um, so she's she's sitting there with this really severe cramp in her neck, crying, and um, she she had tremors and and neck pain and and her head was tilted to one side, and it was um, something I just intuitively thought, well, okay, uh, if it's on that side, let's put the patches on the other side, because if your head's turned to the left. I knew from teaching mm-hmm. uh, kinesiology or, or muscle origins and insertions that it's the right sternocleidomastoid muscle involved. So the uh, origin of the sternocleidomastoid on the back of the skull is in the mastoid area. 
you can tell from the name of the muscle where its origins and insertions are, sternocleidomastoid. So the mastoid is one bone, and the, the sternum and, and clavicle is the other end of the muscle. So I, I took a, a pair of ice wave patches, and I put the white one on the uh, mastoid around where uh, Sanjiao or Triple Burner 17 or 16 is located. <clears throat> and then I, I put uh, the tan patch on the front about where CV22 or stomach 11 is located in that area where the clavicle and the sternum come together. So um, when I did that, she got a lot of relief, and she quit crying, and she actually started laughing. Hmm. Wow, really? Yeah. It was the weirdest thing. But unfortunately, <laughs> you didn't buy any patches. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Some people are just, they really, I, I just wonder whether or not they really want to get better sometimes. Yeah. So some people like to suffer. So uh, anyway, we gave her a temporary relief, and she was happy for a while. So that was great. Oh, that's really cool. So you actually, it's almost like you were patching the whole length of the muscle almost. Yeah, the whole length of the neck, like the the, the back and the side. And actually it was the opposite yeah. side from the way the head was turned. Right, right. Yeah, that makes sense. It's like that one, that's the one that is pulling. Right. Okay. So so backpedaling a little bit, if we wanted to do something really simple for stiff neck okay. or neck pain, and by the way, a stiff neck is often the first symptom of a wind cold invasion. And that's yeah, when I was going to mention that. Thank you for doing that. Oh, sure. What did you want to say about it? Oh, no, that's how I know, like, something's going on. Like, if I start getting a stiff neck, I'll immediately test how happy my immune system is, you know, and uh-huh. if it if it's dropping down, uh, I know that something's going on. <laughs> and a lot of times it's not even just, I mean, it's not necessarily, oh, there's just a virus around because there's, like, viruses and bacteria and stuff all the time. But the question is, why am I getting susceptible to it, Right. So that's that's a different question altogether. And a lot of times it'll be a global phenomenon. It'll be a large number of people are being, um, I don't know, for lack of a better word, affected by some energies going on. Um, But then when I feel that symptom, I know something's up. Uh, and then, then I can do like a healing for myself, and then every everything else. But yeah, that is that is a great sign and symptom for people to know about. So, can you explain what wind or cold invasion is? Yeah. Uh, so, just as an aside, um, the the body's protected by Wei Qi, which is under the regulation of the Lung Qi or the Lung Meridian or Channel or or element. And that that actually would be the metal element because the, the lung is the yin phase of metal. And the the Wei Qi is a protect, protective Qi of the body. It's like most people have seen Star Trek, the TV mm-hmm. show from the 60s and 70s, when uh, Kirk tells Scotty to raise the shields, the energy mm-hmm. around the ship gets reinforced 
and relatively impervious to phaser attack by Klingons or Romulans or whatever. Well, that's a similar physiology to what we describe in Chinese medicine as the Wei Qi, because the Wei Qi is a protective Qi, which is a set of frequencies regulated by the lung Qi, as I said a minute ago, which will prevent evil qi or xi qi from coming in. Now, evil qi is not some devil with a, fitch, a, a pitchfork as we would <laughs> view in, in the Western religion. Rather, in Chinese medical physiology, evil qi is a set of frequencies or qi that is disharmonious with the body's own frequencies. Uh, a really good example of evil chi would be like from a cell phone. So cell right. phone frequency. Okay. You know, you hold a cell phone up to your ear. It's near your neck. It's near. It's right on your head, and it can penetrate weak wei chi fields, and it gets the frequency of the cell phone into the head and neck really easily. So patches can reinforce your Wei Qi field so not so many of that uh, disharmonious frequency set gets in or the evil Qi doesn't penetrate as deeply or as much. Now, in the Western physics description of that, you've got microwave radiation that fries your brain. And uh, right. in, in Chinese medicine, that's evil Qi that is coming in to change the frequency of your meridians. So we can reinforce the biocoherence of our Wei Qi field with patches. And one of the most simple ways to do that using one patch for the neck is to put an eon patch on GV14. I love that (laughs) Yeah, me too. That's a major point that's a crossroads of all the other meridians in the upper body, in the shoulders, and in the neck going to the head, uh, except for the large intestine channel. But all the other yang channels in that part of the body cross right on GV14. So it's a really good point to access to um, reinforce the Wei Qi field of the neck and to blow out the wind cold. Okay. Is that uh, uh, as good or better than, like, GV16, which is a little harder to get right in the nape of the neck in the center? Well, better better is relative. It depends on what's causing the problem. If you're dealing purely or mostly with wind, then probably GV16 would be better because that's the wind gate, the jade pillow area which uh, regulates okay. wind. But if we're talking about cold, cold invasion or wind-cold invasion in general that's invading the bladder and the small intestine, which in, in six-channel theory is the Taiyang channel, and starting a cold, then GV14 is probably best. Ah, okay. Okay. But if there's some kind of dominant wind problem, then GV16 would be my choice. Okay. How would somebody know it would be pro- pro- predominantly wind rather than wind cold? 
Wind is movement, including shaking and itching. So if there's shaking or itching mm. involved, you know there's a lot of wind. Ah, okay. Shaking meaning like like their arms shaking or like muscles twitching? Yeah, twitching, shaking, tremors, uh, spasms, things like that. Mm, okay. Very cool. So the yeah, easiest so thing seeing... for snack would be GV14. Right. Now, if you want to get a little more complicated, you can actually put the Eon patch up higher, let's say on GV16, as you were talking about, and mm-hmm. then you can put a glutathione patch on GV14. And oh. then you've got the length of the neck covered, because GV14 is right below C7. So then you've got an eon and a glutathione uh, on the whole length of the back of the neck, all the way from cervical one to cervical seven. Now, if you want to make that even stronger, you can turn that into one of my triangles by putting ice wave patches on bladder 57 which is on the back of the leg, right below the gastroc muscle, in the little divot or apex where the Achilles tendon inserts into the gastrocnemius muscle. That's bladder 57. So you put the white one on the right and the tan one on the left, and then you've got a nice triangle that covers the whole back, including the neck, with the eon patch on GV16, or you can even move it higher, like GV19 or even GV20, which is at the top of the head or the top of the Tai Chi pole. Yeah, and for people that aren't familiar with uh, using the Eon patch for my brain balancing protocol, if people would like to try that point at the top of the head, I call it the happy point, <laughs> GV4, uh, sorry, GV governing vessel 20, the happy point. Um, sometimes you can use a hat or headband and you can just, you know, instead of uh, sticking it on your hair, especially unless you're bald, uh, if you are uh, really would like to keep your hair and not rip it out, um, you can actually use, you know, a hat or a headband. You can patch it right on the headband or hat. It doesn't matter what side, uh, the sticky side or the non-sticky side faces your body, that is good enough. The patches work even within, you know, a few inches above the body, not even touching the body. So you don't have to feel like you have to use the sticker on the top of your head and rip out hairs when you're taking it off. Just wanted to share that with folks that are newbies to patching. Yep. So let's say that you're unfortunate enough not to have any Eon or glutathione patches but you do have some ice wave patches. Well, there are points at the top of the neck on either side of GV16 called gallbladder 20. So you can put the white ice wave patch on the right gallbladder 20 and the tan ice wave patch on left gallbladder 20, and you're still affecting the wind gate, cutting down on spasms and tremors and and turgid necks, like if you overstrain your neck and you're 
sarcoplasmic reticulum inside your cells is disrupted, so you have calcium leaking into the muscle. Then uh, you have some turgor going on or some, some neck pain, like after you've had a good workout. Like if you're an athlete and you did some neck exercises mm. and your neck is sore the next day because of that sarcoplasmic reticulum disruption, then you can cut down on the spasm by putting ice weight patches on gallbladder 20. Yeah, that's where James had his the other day. <laughs> right. Exactly there, yeah. And yeah, how did it work for him? Well, um, he's actually, I think he said it helped. It may not be helped him as maximally as we'd like because um, sometimes I have to twist his arm to drink water. So um, that's one thing he'll forget is to drink water. Like I'll drink, you know, three or four bottles of water today and, and then – he might go, oh, yeah, I haven't drank any water today. But he really loves his coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I actually did gua sha on him afterwards and eh, didn't notice that, you know, I mean, he said it was a little better. But uh, I think for him it's a hydration and mineral issue. So I would say, you know, maybe probably 50% better, maybe not all the way better. But he intuitively knew right. where to put him, even though, you know, um, he didn't. Try like he didn't actually do the whole clock protocol. He just went smack and he just put him on. You know, he didn't try to see which one was best. He just put him on. <laughs> so I came with yeah. home and I was like, "What's going on with your neck?" He's like, "Oh, quick patches here because you know it was hurting me." He had done all these sit-ups, uh, like a hundred sit-ups or something, without without putting his hands on his neck. So I can't do that. I can do about twenty, and then I'm like, "Okay, okay, my neck is getting really tired. My head is so heavy." <laughs> Well, you could build up to it if you wanted to. That is true. That is true. Remember that guy that was like, uh, uh, I know this is kind of like off uh, topic, but the, this guy was, uh, he exercised his neck so much that by the time, this is in the old days, obviously, it was time for them to hang this criminal that they couldn't they couldn't kill him through hanging because his neck muscles were so strong, and so they had to let him go. And uh, yeah. then they changed the law that says hanging until death. <laughs> oh, jeez. Right. I'm sorry that's gruesome, guys. But I was like, wow, you know, you can get your neck muscles that strong if you wanted to. Well, you know, I just got an image of uh, when you wrap the neck, uh, when you wrap a rope around the neck, you're, um, you're going through all the sky window points, like large intestine 18, stomach 9, and small intestine 16, mm. What these sky window points do is connect the head with the rest of the body, the the chi going back and forth. So uh, what the rope is doing actually is, um, aside from the obvious of cutting off the the breathing and and the blood, is cutting off the chi between sky and earth. Mm, Interesting. Because you're disrupting the sky window points. Yeah. Uh, Okay, You, you mentioned gua sha. Some people may not know what that means. Would you like to explain oh, what yeah. you did there? Well, the gua sha is a uh, Chinese ancient, and actually, I think this is with uh, other um, uh, um, other cultures as well. Is uh, um, where you take, in, in our case, in Chinese medicine, we take a, a porcelain type spoon or something with a smooth but hard surface, um, and then we use some liniment and we kind of rub back and forth over the area. And in Western medicine, I can say that it kind of releases the fascia 
and um, and then you get some red spots sometimes uh, or those areas, red or purple spots where there is like congestion or stagnation of uh, energy and blood there and it helps to release the fascia and release the stuck energy. So it's a manual therapy um, and uh, that's uh, I guess the best spelling is G-U-A-S-H-A, Gua Sha. Um, so you can look it up. Right. In Chinese, in, in Cantonese, we say Gua San, which means scrape sand because sometimes that's what it feels like if you're in an area that is not healthy it'll sound like scraping sand yeah and you're bringing the chi and the blood to the surface which releases toxins and the skin is one way the body gets rid of toxins Mm-hmm. oh and i hear it says i'm all about patching and triangles <laughs> <laughs> who said that uh, one of my distributors is on the chat. Oh, cool! Yeah, and she, she has a question, but we're, we'll we'll go and and ask her question after. Um, right, do you have uh, any other cool protocols you want to share with us? We have the simple yeah. protocol for stiff neck or pain, which is GV14, governor vessel 14, at the tip of the C7 spinous process. It's, uh, if you if you just stick it there, where your where that big bone juts out at the back of your neck, uh, then you're 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 good. That's where the eon can go. And then we've got the, we can add the glutathione patch on GV, um, oh, sorry, uh, put GV14 there, and then the Eon go all the way up to GV16. And then you mentioned if you just have Ice Wave, you can you can use Ice Wave on Gallbladder 20. Um, and if you have Eon and glutathione, you can add the Ice Wave um, with those two patches on the back of the calf, making a big, huge triangle to help with um, the energy movement. Well, yeah, I, I love triangles, um, and that's why I talked about them first. I think they're very efficacious. But there are a few more I'd like to share before we get to the questions. Okay. And uh, what, one other one, if you only have ice wave patches, is to go to a special point called Ding Chuan, which is half a soon or anatomical Chinese inch bilateral to GV14, which is uh, right below C7 in the space between C7 and T1. C7 is cervical vertebra 7 and T1 is thoracic vertebra 1. So if you find that space by going to that bump on the back of the neck, and that's where um, the seventh cervical vertebra is, and going down to the space, and then over half an inch, you get Ding Chuan, which is um, on either side of that point from the midline. And you can use ice wave patches with the white one on the right and the tan one on the left and have the same kind of effect as you would with just an eon patch on GV14. Mm, okay, cool. I have not used that one before. Okay. So if, if somebody just has ice wave patches and, and no eon patch, then that's a good alternative. Okay, okay. And another, another one I like to use is an arcing technique. And if you go to Sanjiao 10 or Triple Burner 10, which is in the elect, right above, it's floating right above the olecranon fossa at the distal end of the humerus. The humerus is, is like that. That's where your funny bone is, on the on the mm-hmm. uh, medial condyle of your humerus. 
And I always thought that was pretty funny that the funny bone was at the end of the humorous. <laughs> okay. <Ba-dum-ba. laughs> but, what, the triple burner 10. Triple burner 10 is in that faucet at the distal end behind um, the humerus. And you, if you feel it, you, you can feel it right now with like your index finger, your thumb. There's a little depression there. So let's say you only have ice wave patches and you want to get rid of neck pain. So you can do an arc with the white ice wave patch on the right triple burner 10 and the tan ice wave patch on left triple burner 10. And then you have a nice arc going up through the arms, through the neck and shoulder area, and back down to the other arm. And the chi flows from the white patch to the tan patch because the white patch tonifies and puts puts, um, bioelectricity or phototherapy information in. And the tan patch sedates or pulls it out. So it'll go from right oh, to cool. left. Ooh, I think I'll try and then, that one. That's a really good one. That that works quite a bit, very well. So you don't have and to then, move uh, the patches. You just put them right on the on the triple burner point, triple burner ten. Why don't right to yeah. left? Hmm, yeah. Okay. And um, in the anatomical Chinese position, with the arms raised above the head. That means that point is actually closer to sky than your neck. So you can put an eon patch or a glutathione patch or even a carnosine patch below that point in Asian medical physiology. Uh, GD14 would be below. So you can use that in conjunction with one of the wide patches on GD14 and make a nice triangle with the base above the neck and the apex on the neck. Okay, cool. Anna has says, uh, "Isn't th- she says, thank you so much. Isn't triple burner a heat relieving point too? Question mark. I thought it was large intestines. Eleven. That was heat relieving. I don't. I don't know a lot about triple burner channel. Sorry, guys. I know I'm an acupuncturist, but I learned the French technique, which we didn't have to know every single piece, every every point in what it did. So. Well, point points around the joints are moving fluids mostly in the channel. They're like for orthopedic problems and things like neck pain. Uh, what she's thinking of, as you alluded to, is large intestine eleven, which releases heat. And that's on the elbow crease on the outside of the elbow. That's a good one for sore throat, too. Uh, Not that that's the topic for today. But it is kind of neck pain, I suppose. (laughs) Inside neck pain. Uh, There are some times that we would uh, bleed large intestine 11 with with a sterile lancet and just poke it in there and actually take the blood out there or at uh, large intestine one at the tip of the fingertip, which, yes, yes, it does hurt doing that, uh, at least briefly when the needle goes in, and you take the blood out, and uh, lo and behold, that horrible, horrible throat pain uh, goes away. Yeah, that's the quickest way to relieve heat, like fever. I remember when I was working in an emergency room once, um, well, I, I worked more than once, but this one time that I'm remembering, this kid was very febrile and had a, had a high fever, and 
the doctors couldn't figure out why, and so they ordered some lab tests. And as soon as the lab mm. technician came in and drew some blood, the fever went away. That's because oh, really? phlebotomy <laughs> or take, taking even a drop of blood out will release heat in Chinese medicine. Mm. Of, of course, oh, so they didn't the have Western, to take it out of the right point. They could just take it out, period. Yeah, right. Oh, fascinating. So <laughs> the, the, the Western explanation for that, since they don't understand Chinese medicine, is the kid had a spontaneous remission. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, thanks for that story. Uh, so, okay, any, uh, go ahead. Oh, any other points you want to mention? Well, uh, as you know, we call painful points ashi points, and so those are candidates for patching too. Any painful ashi point. Mm. Uh, another uh, another good point for ice wave patches would be a special point called lotion, L-U-O-Z-H-E-N. And you can arc lotion between right and low left with the ice wave patches the way we did with triple burner 10 by putting the white ice wave patch on the right lotion and the 10 one on the left. So since that's an unusual point for people to hear, I'll explain where it is. It's on the back of the hand, uh, proximal to the index and middle finger knuckles between the metacarpals, uh, yeah, metacarpals, which are the, bone, the long bones in the back of the hand. So if you go between the index finger and the middle finger, and you slide your finger up the web until you get. Whoa, are you still there? To the knuckle. Yeah. Yeah, until you until you get past the knuckle, and the you're knuckle. sliding until you you can't go any further. In that groove, mm. uh, that's parallel. That and you're running your finger parallel to the those long metacarpal bones in the back of the hand. That's where the point is. So you patch the white one on the right and the tan one on the left, and that'll help relieve neck pain also. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I remember uh, my acupuncturist friend had learned these special points in that area of, you know, right, like you said, like right above the, the knuckle areas. And I think, I can't remember if she put them into all three of the areas or just that one, and she would turn the needle. It was not fun, but she would turn the needle back and forth, <laughs> and she would have me move my neck back and forth, and it would uh, release the stiffness and the pain in the neck uh, just by turning that one needle in that point. That was really neat. Yep. Yeah, mm. and so um, in, instead of changing frequencies through the needle by twirling it or moving it up and down or, or putting your chi in the needle, uh, we have the patches. So after you put the patches on, you can put your intent like an energy needle through the patches to make the arc from the white patch to the left patch. So put the chi in the right and pull it out the left. And at the same time, you're having the patient or the subject move their neck around as you described, and it'll work just as well. Oh, very, very neat. Okay. Well, and and just go back a little bit to talk about the pain points. You call them ashi points. Um, so if somebody has a knot in the back of their shoulder causing neck pain 
or like, I don't know, they call them trigger points, I suppose, where the muscles kind of knotted up. So how would you use the patches on those points? Would you just put it on the, like a wire right on the trigger point, or would you like surround it with a bunch of, need, uh, not needles, sorry, patches? Uh, well, usually what we're talking about with a, a bunch like that or a, a, a cramping knot, you have an excess mm-hmm. condition, so you want to sedate it or pull the chi out. And so I'd put some kind of uh, electronegative patch, like uh, a tan ice wave patch, a tan energy enhancer, or an SP6 patch directly on the point. And then um, you can put one of the positive patches, uh, preferably along the uh, meridian that's near that point, or that the, 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 the um, ashi point is over. So you get chi flowing in the right direction. Ah, okay. Well, what so, about, uh, um, I noticed that some people have, I, I'm, I'm talking about myself, um, <laughs> uh, for example, <laughs> okay. my infraspinatus and teres on the left sometimes goes into, you know, this really tight, uh, uh, you know, um, knot. So you can kind of run your finger over and it's like click, 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 it's, it's, it feels kind of hard. But it it almost feels cold as opposed to hot, you know. So I know we're talking about putting tan on the trigger point or, or you know, those muscle knots because it's excess. But is it possible to have trigger points and lumps and bumps that are that are the opposite, that are ex, that are deficient? Yes, and usually they're depressions, not bumps. But if they are bumps, then when you push on them, it feels good instead of hurts. So if, if they're excess and you push on it, on the knot, then it's an excess. But if you're pushing on the knot or the bump or the the um, depression and it feels better when you push on it, then you know it's a deficiency. So then you can uh, put one of the white patches right over it. Okay. Or you can bracket well, you it. Know, like some people say that it's, it, it feels good, but it feels good because it hurts. <laughs> So that's kind of confusing, you know, like sometimes you push on, it's like, oh, that hurts, but it feels good doing it. So that would be still an excess, right? Because it hurts when you're pushing it, but the person says it feels good because it feels like something's happening. Well, no, now we're kind of splitting hairs there. Uh, if it actually feels good, <laughs> it's, it may be, a, and, and you also go by other things like color. Let's say it's white mm-hmm. instead of red and it's not hot. It feels kind of cold. Then you, along with the feeling good, then you know it's a deficiency. But if it's if it's red and hot and you're pushing on it and it still feels good, I'd still call it an excess. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool. So you use um, negative patches on, on excesses to sedate them or pull the extra chi out, and you use the... Uh, electropositive patches, like the white patches mostly, except for the SP6, on um, deficiencies to, to tonify them because deficiencies have a, an absence of, of chi and you want to rebalance. So you put more chi in by tonifying. Right. All right, I'm writing all that stuff down, you guys. So 
You don't have to memorize it. I know sometimes it's confusing because you're like, wait a second, there's two sets of different types of tan patches. There's the energy one, this ice wave one. So that makes sense. That is a the yin patch or the negatively charged patch. But why is the SP6 patch white? And we've asked ourselves that too. But that's just what the company colored it. I'm sorry. It's a yin patch. It's a negatively charged patch, but it is white. All the other white patches are positively charged patches. So they're the young, they're, they're the young or yang patches. The, the company originally, as you know, had uh, a, an electropositive SP6 patch, and they actually had that one colored green. So yeah, I, I thought I that was, was cool. Hoping, <laughs> I was hoping they would color the the other SP6 patch green too, or at least uh, have have uh, one white on the right and one green on the left, because. Um, when you use a positive patch like an Eon or a white ice wave patch with the SP6 patch, it seems to work better than just the SP6 by itself. Yeah, it seems to complete like a circuit or something, right? Yeah, and they they quit using the electropositive one because it was only hitting like 40% of people to curb their craving and, and the... Uh, Electronegative one is hitting 60% or more. So if you use electropositive and electronegative SP6, it seems to me like you get more efficacy. So I don't know the exact reasons why they discontinued the electropositive one, but that's the way we've been for years. Right. Yeah, I know you've petitioned them (laughs) on probably more than one occasion to bring it back. I know other people have... Well, because they did really well on, on both of them. But, okay, well, you know, maybe it doesn't sell enough, and maybe that's why uh, sometimes companies have to do that kind of stuff just to make sure that they're, you know, solvent and things like that. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure I, you know, I, I did well with both. I did well with both, the you know, the original SP6 and the new SP6 Complete. They both seem to work for me. It seems to keep my, um, for lack of a better term, like my blood sugar level. Like I don't seem to dip as much. I don't seem to get as hungry. Um, Like before I used to eat like every two hours. And if I didn't, I was like a bear, like, you know, like get out of my way, give me some food, you know? Uh, But now it's like, oh, okay, well, it's time to eat. Okay, great. You know, but it's not, I'm not like, you're really hungry. I'm not shaky anymore. So I found them really helpful. And I've been doing more of the negatively charged patching with SP6 and playing around with the Eon, uh, you know. Uh, and, and at times I have, uh, you know, run out of ice wave or thought I had a package and I didn't. And, you know, it takes, you know, three, four days for it to arrive. So I actually have had to use SP6 and Eon or SP6 and glutathione for pain relief uh, or energy patches uh, just because I didn't have the ice wave. So that's that's very useful, and I did learn that from you and Dr. Quella, so thank you. Oh, sure, my pleasure. I've learned a lot from you, too. Do you have any others, uh, other protocols for us before we get to questions? Um, yeah, I have a lot of them, but if I start talking about them, since we only have less than 10 minutes, we may not be able to get to questions. So why don't we do that first? Okay, okay, let's go to questions. Um, all right, so uh, Anna says she finds that her neck is getting out of alignment and it's causing urinary intestinal tract mobility. Okay. Um, she, uh, I tend to alternate patching for symptom and the pain. Do you recommend an alternating protocol for the best benefit? So I'm not really sure 
what she's talking about, like urinary intestinal tract mobility. So that would make mm-hmm. sense that if the neck's out of alignment, you could have other organs, you know, like urinary tract and intestinal tract uh, being misaligned too or not functioning as properly. But uh, I don't know. Do you need do you need clarifying her to clarify what she means by that? Um, don't need to. Uh, that kind of makes sense energetically because the bladder and the small intestine channel are uh, running along the side of the neck there. As I talked about earlier, when you have a wind cold invasion, it invades a tie-on, which includes small intestine and bladder. So the energy of the bladder, which would influence the um, the um, or urinary function and motility, I guess she's talking about, of the intestine, could be affected indirectly mm-hmm. by the small intestine. Um kind of lost the point of the question though um yeah she was just i guess wondering whether she should alternate patching for the symptom and then for the pain so seems to me that if she's having her neck go out of alignment one would want to patch the neck right or the whole spine um, yeah you want maybe to correct do the, what you said you want to correct the structure first because the misalignment can correct a lot of problems and um, if you're not seeing an acupuncturist who can do Twina or Chinese massage to realign the neck, uh, I'd see a chiropractor who can realign the vertebra and get you set structurally first. And once you have the structure set up properly, then you can deal with the rest of the problems, which you may not have anymore after you have proper structural alignment. Now, you could use the patches to help realign things, for example, uh, if um, if you have the neck moved towards the left side of the body, for example, you have an excess there because the neck muscles are pulling on the cervical vertebra and creating an excess condition, which will kind of be convex or the, the uh, neck vertebra will be moved convexly in that direction. Then on the opposite side, on the right, you have a deficiency condition where uh, because it's getting pulled to the left due to the knot or the spasm, uh, you have a displacement of the cervical vertebra possibly um, towards the left, and then it leaves a vacuity or deficiency on the right. So the way you could deal with that with either acupuncture or patches is to tonify the deficiency on the right and sedate the excess on the left, and that will help realign the structure of the neck. So let's say you just had ice wave patches, and you would put the white one on the right to tonify and correct the deficiency, and then you'd put the tan one on the left to sedate or take the excess out, and then you'll see that the muscles relax and and the um, structural alignment will go more into its uh, healthy state. Mm, Okay. Yeah, because sometimes you can actually see, you know, if you really know your body, you can kind of tell, like, where you're misaligned, like there's something jutting out more on the left, (laughs) you know, than on the right, or... Uh, in some people's cases, it's the opposite. It's back and front. 
So they might have like a, if they feel their spine on the back, they might, you know, go along and all of a sudden they feel a divot, you know, like it just caves in, whereas it should be nice and smooth, you know, that curve in the neck. So in that case, yeah. you could use the white and the tan on the front and the back of the neck um, if you're misaligned that way, right, Dr. Dennis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, let, let's say you have an excess on the right side, so you, you could put the tan patch on the right and the white one on the left. So you can change the polarity locally to correct a local problem. Right. Yeah, that that's really cool. Yeah, sometimes I can definitely feel like certain, you know, uh, spots. Like, ooh, you know, I can feel like there's more bone or something, you know, on one side of my neck than another. So uh, now in this case for new people, they might be confused. Like, wait a second, I always thought that you put the white on the right and the tan on the left. So why would we be doing opposite for some if you've got, you know, for example, you know, the bump is on the right and, and the excess is on the right. You're going to use tan on the right and white on the left. So can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, because uh, when you have pain or cramping like this ashi point knot we're talking about or displacement to one side or another, the chi's not flowing the way it normally does, and so you don't have to be congruent with the way it is normally. You want to correct the misaligned polarity. And so that's why you could put the uh, the tan one on the right and the white one on the left instead of the normal polarity because you're correcting the abnormal polarity. And once it gets aligned and you get the chi flowing property properly, you can go back to the normal one. Mm, yeah, very cool. And, uh, you know, if someone, um, I mean, there's there's some chiros that just do C1 adjustments and, and are very successful. They feel like that is like the main thing. You know, if you can get C1, cervical spine 1 uh, aligned, uh, then everything else falls into place. But that C1 is pretty high up in the neck, like almost, you know, in the skull. So how would you patch that way up there? Yeah, that's the the atlas. And there's a lot of circulation going in and out of the brain, both neurologically and, and blood-wise through that area. Uh, so how we patch it is um, you can access it with uh, GV15, put put um, put a, a any one of the wide patches on GV15, or even 16, will still affect it. Mm-hmm. Or you, even even better, you can use the three wide patches, like an Eon on GV16, a Glutathione on GV15, and a Carnosine on GV14. Then you have the most powerful Yang patches towards sky and the more yin patches below which like I'm referring to the carnosine is more yin relative to the other two wide patches okay and so everything's in the front what about the sides and the the uh, or sorry everything's in the back of the atlas what about the sides in the front of it well the sides you can get at too like with stomach nine uh, or even above, uh, you, you can use um, triple burner 16 or 17, or even um, uh, a gallbladder point in that area. I think it's gallbladder 12, 
that will uh, shoot a nice um, corrective uh, chi beam or correct the bioelectricity from one side to, to the other, especially if you're putting white one on the right and tan one on the left of gallbladder 12 or triple burner 16. You're still shooting through the top of the atlas there. Okay, cool. Would you ever put one at the base of the, sorry, top of the throat? I don't even know what that point is, like right above the hyoid, I yeah, guess? For sure. Yeah, it would be uh, CV-23. Mm. Now, when when I was in school, the the dean was showing us how to do how to needle that one, and uh, I volunteered, and I was sitting in the chair, and she's got she has this flying arrow technique that you don't even see. It's so fast, and you don't even feel it. And I said, "Well, let me know when you're going to do it." And she looks at everybody in the room, and they're all laughing, and they're looking at me, and they say it's already in there. Uh, <laughs> okay <hilarious>. then. <laughs> cool. So oh that, my that's my memory about uh, a CV twenty three. <laughs> <laughs> very very cool. Well, great. But yes, it well, Doctor Dennis, you can access the atlas from that for sure. Okay, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's great. That's There's cool. all these different points around the neck, and just using your triangle protocol. You know, or just just like kind of just surrounding that whole area, um, the patches, you know, oftentimes will just rebalance um, and and get the chi flowing in that area. It may it may actually help to stabilize it, I suppose, if someone might energetically have uh, misalignment that's you know unstable. You know, patching or in and around that C1 area might stabilize it. I'm I'm thinking. Yeah. Yep. Good observation. Okay, great. I'll- let me just check out if there's any other um, questions here on the chat. Uh, I don't have uh, – there's a bunch of people on here. There's nobody else with their hand up right now. So um, before we say goodbye to everyone, I just wanted to remind you that I will be posting this article with you know links to pictures and stuff like that. that you can take a look at these acupuncture points in the Patch Training Team blog, and that will be up – you know, within the, the next half hour with everything that we've been talking about with Dr. Dennis today or as much as I can, you know, remember. <laughs> and uh, I'm almost finished with the article. I just need to link to the pictures. And uh, so, you know, the, and if you or anyone else uh, wants to go, wow, you know, I want to listen to some of the old radio shows, the easiest way is to go to patchtrainingteam.com and click on the LifeWave Radio tab at the top, and that will bring you to all the radio shows that we've ever done, Dr. Dennis and I, on that page so you can search and scroll down and check out, you know, the ones we've had for, you know, symptoms uh, related to menopause, uh, hormones, weight, um, you know, eye issues, uh feed issues, I mean, you name it, there's a lot of stuff. So, And if you have ideas of what you want us to work on next time, next month, uh, please let us know. You can just go to the contact page on patchtrainingteam.com uh, or write on the LifeWave radio page and, and um, write a comment on what kind of topic you would like to see next. So, But please check our um, LifeWave radio page first because we might have already uh, covered the topic. Not that we can't do it again, but um, you know, we, we there's always nuances to different things. Um, so that way we can uh, address what you want as our listeners. Um, so I want to thank everyone for being uh, very patient and uh, for listening to this and for learning all these new really cool protocols. I'm definitely going to try these, Dr. Dennis. And thank you, Dr. Dennis, for your time and your expertise. It's always fun. 
Oh, my pleasure. Always fun for me too. And uh, people can reach me on Facebook and you can ask me um, questions and also uh, how to visit or participate in our AccuWave clinic, which is on Wednesday evenings, 7.30 Pacific time. Yes, yeah, so I'll repost that at the very top of this blog post, the flyer of Dr. Dennis. So, And you can open up the flyer, download it, and you can see the, the link that you can go and uh, be virtually connected to Dr. Dennis and uh, his wonderful uh, sister Heidi, um, who's also a healthcare worker. And they will they always help people patch, you know, um, and very, very generous of them. Uh, even if you're not part of their team, they're more than happy to have you participate, which is awesome, Dr. Dennis. <laughs> Thank you so yeah, much for, for those awesome clinics every week. Oh, yeah, my pleasure. It's a lot of fun, and we, we actually do more than patches. We, um, we discuss energy medicine from the perspective of Asian medicine, and that includes patch technology. Mm, yes, yes, and there's other technologies and things that uh, they're proponents of, so you can check out that. Uh, I'll go ahead and post that flyer at the very, very top of the blog post so you have that information in case you're new to us and you don't have that from the last time. So thank you again, Dr. Dennis. It's been an absolute pleasure. You bet. My pleasure, too. And goodbye, everybody, Till next month. Yep. Bye, everybody. We'll talk to you next month for LifeWave, Patching Ask the Doctors with Dr. Dennis. And then next week we have our regular radio show at 3 p.m. Eastern. We will see you then. Bye. <laughs>